because a lot of times it's not about the what of the sexual relationship is the why, like what's going on and getting really Mm -hmm. curious about people's desire templates, because we all have an arousal template that was developed a long time ago and different things stimulate different people in different ways. And just getting really curious about what is sexy to you? What, what do you like? What do you not like? Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis between walking those 10,000 steps, hydrating, making plant-based meals for our family, Pinterest-worthy lunches for our kids, spectacular date nights for our husband, and let's not forget, climbing that corporate ladder, we're asked to do these things each and every day. So much so that often it feels like we are trying to balance on the high wire of life. So welcome to the High Wire Woman podcast, hosted by me, Rosanna Brary. I'm an immigration lawyer, a mother to a teenage son, a wife, and an entrepreneur who truly believes that working women can have it all. Join me as I interview other high-achieving women, and together, let's learn about the skills and the fortitude that we need to create the happy, prosperous, and balanced life we so richly deserve. Hello, High Wire Women. Here I am, Rosanna Berardi, with another fun and fabulous High Wire Woman podcast. Just got back from 10 days of fun in the sun, in the sunshine state of Florida. First time, I think, in my professional career of 25 years that I took 10 days off. I highly recommend it. It's amazing what a little sunshine and time away can do. So today, we're going to have a really interesting conversation with our guest, Dr. Lori Lorenz, who is a sex therapist. She practices in the states of Hawaii and Missouri. She helps women address issues of trauma, shame, grief, mental health with respect to their sexuality. And I recently turned 50. And I know when I get in a room of women or with my friends, and you bring up sex at this point of the game, most women are like, ew, I don't want to do that anymore. No. (laughs) And there's something there. There's definitely something there. It's an issue that we don't like to talk about when we do. It's always kind of like shameful and guilt-filled. Most women's eyes don't light up when you talk about sex. So today, we're going to have a super important conversation with Dr. Lori Lorenz. So Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me and welcome to your 50s. It's it's great (laughs) to be 50 and fabulous. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I like it so far. It's going to be a fun decade. So Tell me a little bit about sex therapy. What is it and how is it different from the traditional talk therapy that most of us are familiar with? First of all, sex therapy is with your clothes on. We never get naked. We don't have (laughs) sex with our clients. That's very important. Sex therapy is done by mental health professionals. I am a licensed psychologist. I'm licensed in Missouri. I'm no longer practicing in Missouri. I practice only in Hawaii now. But mental health professionals get specialized certification in which we deal with sexual issues. And so that can be people that are having difficulties with their sex life as far as just the the act of sex. But also there are sexual issues involved in reproduction, people going through IVF. Sometimes people have abortions. Those can be traumatic. There's sexual abuse, unfortunately, which is a lot of what I see in our practice. A lot of people that have sexual trauma 
There are also issues in regard to sexual presentation, like what is your sexuality? Who do you love? Sexual relationship structures. Are you in a monogamous relationship? Are you polyamorous? Do you have multiple partners? There's gender presentation. People that are non-binary a lot of times come to our center because we try to respect all sexualities, all gender presentations. So sex therapy is a way of engaging people in regard to their sexual health. Interesting. And typically, I know you talked about sex abuse and sexual identity. In terms of actual issues, what are you seeing these days? I mean, is there a common thread amongst women? One thing I see with a lot of women are issues of sexual pain. These are for women a lot of times who are having sexual relationships with men, like heterosexual relationships, Mm -hmm. and they'll have vaginal pain and pain with penetration. And so there are special pelvic floor therapists that people Mm -hmm. can work with. I never knew about this until I started (laughs) in sex therapy, but we work in conjunction with other medical professionals. And so sex therapists can help encourage people in regard to like using the dilators with their pelvic Mm -hmm. PT, but also to get at the psychological issues that go along with the the pain. A lot of times the pain is very real, but there are psychological things like the anxiety about Mm -hmm. having sex. And so helping people learn meditation techniques or ways to assuage that anxiety so that they can have pleasurable sex lives and not deal with pain. So pain is an issue that comes up a lot. Desire discrepancy is another thing that comes up when you have different desires than your partner and how mm-hmm. to do that. That's what I see with a lot of my couples. Have this, what we call desire discrepancy. I love that phrase, desire discrepancy. I've never heard of that. And that, boy, that hits the nail right on the head. <laughs> I'm just being, assuming right now that desire discrepancy traditionally Is there a huge discrepancy between men wanting to have sex and women not? Or is that just my old school way of thinking? Well, I think that's what most people think of with that's the old (laughs) adage, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) I deal with same sex couples. I deal with polyamorous couples, but sometimes it can be if there is a man that they might not want to engage. A lot of times there's Mm -hmm. issues of erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation and just shame around sex. And so it's easier to just shut it down and say, no, thank you, than to enter into a sexual relationship and then deal with the frustration that ensues. When there is that discrepancy, what are some of the things that you recommend? I know everyone's situation is different, but when there's just a couple and they're on two different train tracks of desire, what do you recommend? There is a lovely technique that was developed by Masters and Johnson called Sensate Focus. And Sensate Focus is a way for couples to engage in mutual non-sexual touch. And it's a sex therapy technique that is tried and true. And it just starts off with you have 15 minutes of one partner touches the other. You can touch all over the body, but no breasts, no buttocks, no genitals. And you are feeling the person for texture and temperature. Sensei Focus is just a Mm non-sexual way of touching in which you foster and develop intimacy. And then within the therapy relationship, the therapy that we focus on when it comes to doing couples therapy is called emotionally focused therapy. 
and it gets people to really talk about emotions instead of just talking about, I want more sex. I don't want more sex. It's mm-hmm. talking about the feelings and what's really going on and the why. Because a lot of times it's not about the what of the sexual relationship. It's the why, like what's going on and getting really mm-hmm. curious about people's desire templates because we all have an arousal template that was developed a long time ago and different things stimulate different people in different ways and just getting really curious about what is sexy to you? What what do you like? What do you not like? That's really interesting. So the name of my podcast is High Wire Women. And the reason I picked that is I feel like so many working women are walking on the high wire of life, trying to juggle 10 million things without falling to their demise. And I feel like sexuality is one other thing to juggle. And so many of us are so busy and we hide behind this busy badge and between work and kids and pandemic and food and all this stuff. Just seems like at the end of the day, so many women are just done. And now we live in this world where we can just veg and scroll, doom scroll or binge watch. There are a lot of very convenient distractions out there. I know you've been doing this for a long time. Have you seen that become a bigger issue where people just check out because it's easy to do that? Absolutely, that's true. People can check out. But our hope at the center where I work, the Hawaii Center for Sexual and Reproductive Health, is that all people, but you know, I know this podcast is about women and I love your podcast, by the way. Um, Thank you. It's a way to enjoy sexuality, something when you come home, instead of vegging out that you're like, I get to have sex, you know, this thing (laughs) that's great, that's fun, that brings pleasure. And so we talked about sensate focus, which is this non-sexual way to learn to touch your partner. So what that does, it fosters desire. And so the hope with sex therapy is to be in touch with your body, to be in touch with your senses so that whether it's solo sex or partner sex, that sex isn't something like it's a chore, but it's something Mm -hmm. that's great, that's fun, that you like to do. I like that. Turn it into something that you look forward to, not just another thing on your to-do list that you're not getting done. Exactly. Because if it's something on the to-do list, that doesn't sound very fun. That no, it's like, like grocery shopping, laundry, right. have sex. Oh God, no. I mean, no one wants to do any of those things. <laughs> so has the pandemic changed your area of work? Have you become busier? People are starting to come out of the pandemic, it seems. But what was it like during you know that first year when we were all like locked up? Was that a busy time for you? Were you hearing from more people? It's been an incredibly busy time during the pandemic. People love to talk about sex. People Mm -hmm. are concerned about their sexual health. People want to connect sexually. They want to please their partners. They want to have good sex. And they really want to talk about sex. I have a lot of people that will try to talk to their healthcare providers and they'll get, you know, short little answers. And so I think people really appreciate having someone that gets into the nitty gritty and talks about their orgasm or, you know, just their sexual functioning or, or what they enjoy or what they don't enjoy. And just really asking questions instead of just like very cursory, short little check-in, mm-hmm. but just will say, you know, let's talk about your sexual health, not just sexual wellness, but also 
giving people the opportunity to talk about sexual trauma or sexual pain or any kind of concern they may have because sometimes sex and shame can get interwoven. And when those happen, we don't want people to have sexual shame. We want to get rid of the shame, work through the shame so that their sexuality can be this great thing, this gift, this wonderful part of being a human being, something to be like cherished and enjoyed as opposed to something that's hard or full of shame. So for our Highway Women listeners, I know people have complicated backgrounds and situations, but what's the takeaway here? I mean, if there's something in our past that has reared its ugly head, what do you recommend? I mean, is it too late to ever, you know, address these issues? It is never too late. And the takeaway would be there's always hope. So it doesn't matter what kind of sexual secret or sexual behavior or sexual thing that you have in your past or what you've done or who you've done it with. I have many clients that have history of incest, people that have just traumatic things that they Mm -hmm. don't ever want anybody to know. And I would say go to therapy. Of course, I'm a therapist, so I'm biased. (laughs) But if you're scared to go to therapy, there are things like better help. You can just log on. It's easy Mm -hmm. peasy. But if you go to therapy, then you don't have all these stories swirling around in your head where you are just telling yourself the same story and judging yourself and living with the shame. I have people that will come after decades, you know, many, many decades, and then they'll talk about their sexual health and they have gone to therapists and they will dance around the sexual issue to see if it's safe and they'll quit. And so don't give up. If your therapist is not a good match, get another one. There right. is a little bit like dating. You want to find mm-hmm. somebody you feel safe and you feel comfortable and you want to like your therapist. If you don't like your therapist, it doesn't hurt our feelings. Just, you know, just let right. us, and if you don't, you know, just say, thank you very much and then get somebody else. But your therapy, it's a one-way relationship. I am there to help my patients. I am not there to talk about myself, my issues. If your mm-hmm. therapist is talking about themselves, that's the wrong therapist. So the takeaway I would say is, It's never too late. There's always hope you can heal from whatever hurts you in the sexual sphere. And there is nothing that's too awful. A lot of people think, yeah, but there's this thing (laughs) I did that's so horrible. It's it's not. There's help to be had. And there's probably other people that have experienced the same thing. And if you have abuse, it's not your fault. A lot of times people will have sexual responses such as orgasm, or they'll enjoy something that happened like sex when they're children. And they have a lot of guilt and they think, well, I had an orgasm, therefore it's not abuse. That's not true. Mm-hmm. If you can't consent and you're a child, it's abuse. It doesn't. And, and so a lot of times people feel so much guilt and shame about mm-hmm. the feelings they had during sexual experiences when it's non-consensual. And that's because the body is programmed for sex. And if you touch certain parts of your body in a certain mm-hmm. way, your body's going to respond. Super interesting. Well, Dr. Lori Lorenz, this is fascinating, super important. I know you are with the Sex Therapy Hawaii Clinic. And unfortunately, most of my listeners are not in the beautiful state of Hawaii. But I do know that sex therapists are all over the United States. And so if somebody says, yeah, you know, there's some stuff in my past that I'd really like to explore further, what's their next step? What do you recommend? I would just jump onto Google and look at sex therapists near me or sex therapy. 
Another thing I would just like to suggest is I am a medical reviewer for Healthline Media. And oh. so there are these great sites called Healthline, Psych Central, The Greatest, Medical News Today, but not just Healthline. There's a lot of good sites out there, but get online and read. There's all these articles mm-hmm. about sexuality, about orgasm, about sexual pain, about desire discrepancy, about there's these wonderful quizzes about attachment disorder or attachment style. So the more you understand your attachment style and the way that you were raised by your parents, a lot of times that impacts the way you relate to your partner in your current Mm -hmm. life. So I believe knowledge is power. The more you can learn about yourself and your own sexuality, the more you can show up for somebody else. And that's amazing. Hi, Wire Women. Don't turn this podcast off and be like, yeah, that's nice. But this is really important. It's important to your emotional and your physical well-being. And there are Lots and lots of providers like Dr. Lori Lorenz of Sex Therapy Hawaii that can certainly help you, you know, find your way, work through these issues and just become empowered and educated. So thank you so much, Lori, for being here today. This was super fascinating. And before this, I didn't really know that people like you existed. So I'm glad that our world's connected and I really appreciate all of your good tips. You are so very welcome. It is such an honor to be on your podcast and to spend this time this morning. And I just want to wish your listeners a great day and and I hope you have amazing sex lives. And um, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Highwire Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or others, I hope you'll share it with a friend. So together we can all stand that high wire of life. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode and follow us on social media at Highwire Woman for more information. Until next time, I'm Rosanna Berardi. Be sure to stay on that high wire of life.